0: fierce fan media
1: they're all cool i'm excited about it i haven't met a bad space corner yet
0: so yeah same even though i you know how i feel about well, this one's
1: good because we talked about it when it first started and now we're gonna get to talk about it that we got information back for it oh that's exciting yeah who would have thought julie would be our in for all the nasa news not me <laughs> i poor mom and kennedy even having to do nothing but watch it on youtube for the last hour and a half <laughs> Oh, you're that person. Because I'm like, look how cool this is. They're like, sure. Oh yeah, neat. Yeah. into it. Mom's like, I think, looking through Facebook while I'm watching it. So, whatever. Mom's still on Facebook. I know. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Weekly Wind Down. I am jackie d the literary lesbian i hate when kai sits up in that corner because he just like gives weird looks every once in a while makes me very <laughs> self-conscious yeah he's like jim on
2: the office <laughs>
1: <laughs> making it weird
2: uh i am stacy the new age old school mom i'm erin uh oh geeky
0: Erin. I, I,
1: I don't know what i was gonna say i'm, I'm julie awesome. the not so lipstick lesbian i mean i um, Tonight, mom is so loud. I can hear you. You gotta tell her to so keep, keep it down. So keep, <laughs> keep it down? <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you tell her, her that. You're gonna, no, you no just gonna mute yourself when you're not talking. Okay. How about that? I'm not yeah, telling her okay, shit. Yeah.
0: She just, <laughs> me either.
1: I love Donna. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, that's no wrong anything. She's always been wow. loud. Always.
0: That's probably why she, we like each other so much because I'm always loud,
1: too. She's oh real excited about these new magnetic eyelashes she bought, and that's what they're over there talking about. Just go ahead and yeah. mute yourself. You know what, actually? Let's take our time doing this recording. <laughs> <laughs> let's take a beat, uh, shall we? Let's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice and slow. Yeah. Uh, mute yourself. Seriously, she's real distracting. Um. Okay, so. Oh, my God. It's like I'm a kid again. That's like the silence of not having to hear my mom. All right. Truth be told is what I'm drinking tonight. And I fell for the marketing. Awesome. But now that I'm getting older, I fall for the marketing on the higher shelf. So this is very good wine.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, that.
1: oh I, um, I, I spent $18 on it. It's not like I spent 40 I can't that is a lot for california
0: like though 18 and Jackson, Cali.
1: Is, is does your glass look like that because you chill your red wine or is it just a frosted glass it's a frosted glass it's a oh, okay glass. okay i will i love chilled red wine it's super good That's what me I was too i don't prefer chilled in the it. winter though if it's still cold out i only i like it like room temp in the summer i will drink it chilled okay
2: oh in weird essence? i chill it all the time I'm drinking Bonterra Chardonnay. Um, I feel like I drank this like maybe six months ago. I totally picked it out because it says it's organic. So like, you know, you think like, oh, it's organic. Maybe it won't make me like hungover the next day or like it's going to be like, I don't know, better somehow. But it has
0: wine diamonds in it. (laughs)
2: Yeah, it's, it's the same as every other Chardonnay. Shard.
1: you're expecting an awful chard. lot from a chardonnay yeah
2: i know <laughs> Hard chard.
1: everything organic oh. i'm like oh well, that shouldn't make me fat like, <laughs> right yeah everything right? organic it's super healthy yeah yeah it's good for me i don't i don't okay. think that's how it works yeah i'm
0: drinking <laughs> organic vodka
1: no you're not you're drinking vodka no. yeah you're drinking it's <laughs> not
0: organic actually i'm not drinking tito's i'm drinking vanilla i think it's absolute I was so
1: hoping she was gonna say smear but no.
0: No, God, no. I'm not 19. I wish (laughs) I was. Sometimes God, I'm getting so old. I'm feeling 43, ladies. Feeling 43. You you look
1: 22, Maji. You look 22.
0: Oh, thank you so much, Jackie. Jackie. Oh wait, what's your name?
1: I don't know. I don't remember. We change it all the time.
0: I know. I know. It's your grandmother's name, No. Someone else, Margaret. Your aunt. My no, that's my name, Marine. <laughs> that's it. I got to go amazing. through all the Irish
1: Catholic names before we finally land on the right one. You know. Oh Mo, oh Mo. Oh. <laughs> there we go. There we go. All right, we're done. Go ahead, Jewel. What are you drinking? <laughs> I mean, a big shocker. I'm staying true to my brand, Honey Jack. With All right. but this time, instead of what you guys always give me hell for, instead of an energy drink, I'm drinking zero sugar Dr. Pepper. Oh, yeah. that is That's delicious. what I always drink. They're good. We only give you shit because it's really bad to drink uh, energy drinks and alcohol. Like it's real bad for you. And you're getting too old for that shit. You're not but 21 it's anymore. Of, it's a lot of fun. I need something to keep me up for am drinking. Please Can't you cocaine? i coffee. <laughs> Just That's have some more okay. coffee. Damn <laughs> yeah. have, coffee. Get yourself an Irish coffee. Get a little whipped cream on it. <laughs> yeah.
0: You don't need that cocaine. You don't need it. All that white
1: stuff. All right. Um. So, so much, so much nonsense this week. But before uh, we kind of go through them at a more rapid pace, which I'm going to try and urge you guys along, we'll see how that goes. Let's mm-hmm. talk about... Um, ron perry in florida are you guys familiar with him heard about him anything okay so ron desantis uh took away the board that oversees the special district for disney world right and he made them appointees of his so he can essentially control how the special district controls the natural resources in disney world one of these individuals is named ron perry and i just wanted to like go through some like highlights for him so we can collectively wonder once again what the fuck is going on in florida um so ron perry thinks that water tap water is making people gay
2: wow
1: yeah you know the tap water in florida is disgusting well no he thinks everywhere Um, because he thinks from the increase in birth control that women take against biblical standards, it's leaking more estrogen into the water system, which is then in turn making more men, men gay. Oh,
0: so it's not, there's no testosterone in the water making women gay. It's just the men.
1: I mean, it sounds plausible and it's because women insist on taking birth control and not staying under biblical rule and just getting pregnant whenever a man decides to impregnate them. What the fuck is so wrong this man with this people is in the man who thinks like this. He's a pastor. Sits on a five-person board that gets to determine what goes on at Disney World.
2: What the hell? Right. I'm still I'm still stuck on this. Like he thinks well, like like women take birth control pills and then they Pee, mm-hmm. And then that, like, through the sewers and everything, like, that mm-hmm. water gets mixed in with our drinking water, and enough of it is not filtered that, like, the why doesn't he think it's from like the hormone? No, you're gonna stop eating, with why doesn't Chicken he think? and milk and just <laughs> stop. <laughs> like, I don't. <laughs>
1: that was good, Jackie. <laughs> yeah, thanks,
0: Manji. <laughs> God damn, Mo okay yeah okay. He, he truly
1: believes that um women who are taking birth control are leaking estrogen into the water system and our water filtration is enough and it's the leftover that's not filtered out through our livers and it's the water filtration right. that's harming people and not shit what's funny to me is it reminds me of that joke something must be in the water like like, right. <laughs> like he, he's taking that to a whole new level yeah and he not it's not other- we have like water plants and scientists and stuff that are constantly uh, I, I mean obviously he he's not proving any of this like he's just and people are believing him. there's nothing to prove well i think people are people are with confirmation bias believe him right like people who want to believe it believe it people who it fits their narrative believe it and right usually the venn diagram of those people and people who believe in science are like two separate entities <laughs> so
2: right. yeah it's just I mean, it's, like it is provable totally like drink test touch it, your water get tap water and test it and see like that's my it. point well, like, there's also have- no
1: genetic link to whether or not we ingest estrogen and if that is a link then to homosexuality that's not so even if you did test the water and there was extra estrogen in it let's say that there was there's no link to that to prove that it's causing people to be gay and that only would explain then male gayness because you're telling me if women were drinking more estrogen they're like women also like that just it, it the fallacy is in the statement and it's just it's it's mind-blowing that this man is now gets to be one of five people 20 percent of an oversight board that gets to determine the logistics and and forward thinking measures that is Walt Disney World I wish somebody that had a lot of money would come out of a, of a come out with a line of water in Florida that says estrogen water. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: Like, <laughs> just as testosterone a, water there's or testosterone water, testosterone yes. water to counteract <laughs> so that you don't yes. turn gay in Florida. Yes. Oh, that would be a moneymaker.
1: Anti-gay water. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> It's it's just it goes to the point That's that so funny when people are saying like because there's also been a lot of of information going back and forth or or calling out of Fox News lately because you guys are up to date on like the Dominion um, lawsuit that's taking place, right? Mm -hmm. So Dominion is the voting machine company that was used by a significant portion of the United States during the 2016 election. And Fox News had um, lying, had, had made statements without any proof saying that those machines were rigged and they forced the election to go to Biden and, you know, blah, blah, blah. They'd been hacked. Dominion was in on it, yada, yada, yada. Well, Dominion turned around and sued Fox News for a billion dollars for making claims and accusations without any evidence or any proof or or anything. So now Fox News is uh, in court. Essentially, all their text messages have been released where all these Fox News hosts are talking back and forth, admitting that all of it's bullshit and pretty much stating we can't let the people know this, like blah, blah, blah. Like essentially they'll lose money unless they say that yes, this was all bullshit. So all of these text messages now are public record because of this uh lawsuit that's going on, but Fox News isn't covering it. So it's the it's the same type of people, right? Like the you can line all of these people up in a row and realize they take these extreme beliefs to pander to the most ignorant to make themselves rich. That's all it is. Yeah. Tucker Carlson's laughing all the way to the bank.
0: Yeah, for sure. I do want to say, I. so I've been reading, obviously, about this whole new DeSantis appointing these bullshit board members because they're all far-right Republicans, like all of them. Like one of them is um is like the co-founder of the moms moms for liberty or whatever i don't know it's like some ultra right wing bullshit asshole group of moms that are like just fucking nuts um and uh it's just it's insane but like she's one of them and then there's like three others obviously along with this douchebag that thinks that people get gay by drinking tap water so they, I don't think, will have any special say on what happens, like, with Disney as far as, like, programming or anything like Disney World, as far as that goes, because they're just in charge of, like, the um, the way that Disney has to go with local, uh, like, government
1: it's they're in charge, charge of building inspections on the like disney property they're in charge of water taxes. regulation they're in charge of emergency right. services right. right but that's right. like if, yeah. if you have yeah. a governing so, body that oversees that. that that's a lot of power yeah i they can shut I, them down it's a lot of
0: power it is a lot of power and i to be completely honest disney world may not but that would be the dumbest move ever considering that it is one of the main attractions in florida like, people don't come to Florida to come to Florida. Nine times out of ten, they're coming for Disney. Like, I, I, you could you could pull that. Like, you close down Disney, or you make it so it's no longer something that's going to be um, welcoming and accepting, then there are going to be a lot of people that no longer want to come to Disney, and then that economy-building machine goes away. So, do I think it's bullshit? Yes. Do I hate Ron DeSantis? Yes. Yes. Do I hope that these people don't fuck with Disney world as a whole? Yes. Do I think they will? No. Do I think that they're going to try to say things like you can't, you can no longer have gay day or you can no longer have. Yes. I think those things will happen. Do I think that they will absolutely go through? I'm hoping not.
1: Here's the thing though. So. And you're you're (laughs) spot on. It's a major tourist attraction, right? Um, right? The problem with giving people oversight over things like, uh, building engineering maintenance and, um, water supply and emergency services. No, they yeah. can't necessarily dictate, um, what happens inside the park, but it's real easy for them to say, if you don't do this, we'll, we just will say that your, you know, your rides aren't safe or we'll shut off oh, water no. or we'll hold I emergency agree services. You. So even though they're not like an appointed board that oversees like every decision that's made right. at Disney, they have a lot of leeway and power over, how uh, efficient Disney can
0: be can be run I 100% agree with you and I see the the devastation that this could cause I really do like as a Disney adult it really freaks me out because I love Disney and I love the fact that like I always feel very welcome and accepted at Disney even though I'm gay even though I drink the well I guess I'm not a man but I'm a lesbian. I go. I love it. It's fun. I never feel out of place there. I can wear my gay Disney shit and be, feel very at peace. Like I think it—it it all stems from the fact that Disney didn't go along with Ron DeSantis's "Don't Say Gay" bill. It. Yeah, and
1: it's—it's it's so just amazing stupid. coming from the party of freedom, and yeah. a small government, and being small able government. to make decisions we we're right. seeing this type of of nonsense regulating one of the biggest so companies in the in the frustrating.
0: country that's what's so frustrating it's is it's like here we have this this man who is well ultimately he went to harvard like is he smart no he got in there probably because he's a a guy and it's has money who knows He is doing everything he can to eventually run for president, right? Like, so everything that he's doing in Florida, like we're seeing it, the ripple effects. Now we're seeing weirder, more ridiculous bills in other red states. That is just crazy to me. But it's like, what? how can someone who runs on, I believe in small government, I believe in you should be, you should have your freedoms. You should, the Bill of Rights, the da, da 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 Do this. Like, what? How? Why? Like, I don't get it. I just don't understand it. I don't understand how you can run for something and then just completely. I, my dogs are driving me well, fucking nuts tonight. I can I comment on the
1: Disney thing real quick? I was just about to say, you look like you want to say something. Go ahead. Just cut I do. it off. Just... I do. Yeah. Here's, here's my thing with the Disney thing. If they did try yeah, to come sure. in and say, like your rides aren't safe or they tried to cut out gay day or something like that. I do think as far as like the gay thing goes or whatever, um, the gays would band together and we'd have our own fucking gay days. Even if it wasn't called the gay day, you know, they're not official. Right. And so, and another thing I wanted to comment on is, Feeling comfortable, like Aaron's saying, like you can be at Disney and everybody's welcome to Disney. And that's like the whole good vibe feeling when you're at Disney. That's the workers making everybody feel like that. That's their, you know, yeah. hourly people that they have doing things there and the vibe that they have there. I would like to think that somebody that is so outrageous wouldn't be able to affect certain things like that and at the end of the day if something like that happened i mean i know it's disney world but would disney not have enough money to be like fuck you florida we're going somewhere else i hope they do
0: i hope go, they do too honestly to fucking i mean
1: california or there's already one here know, or right but that not disney world like new but york colorado, and, yeah, and colorado. Well, Arizona. oh my god yes yes like fuck you guys like we're not gonna put up with this which i think would speak volumes obviously i know that would be like last resort for them or whatever but i just don't see them being able to like it's the power in numbers and i don't see them you might get protesters and shit like that but I feel like at this point, everybody's so used to that now. Well, but here, here's part of the other thing too, is the more Disney, there's a social effect too, right? Like the more Disney kind of gives in to Ron DeSantis's nonsense. The more people are like, I'm not fucking giving Disney any money. I'm not going there. I'm not dropping. We just bought our tickets for Disneyland, 1300 bucks for two days. Like I can do without that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like. If, if they, if Disney was taking a stance that was fundamentally against what I believed in, I wouldn't give them any money. So they they have to walk this tightrope or thread this needle that makes it very difficult for stand up just enough to prove that they're not complete douchebags, but not stand up too much that they have to deal with lawsuits and mitigation. And, and I mean, Disney is coming out with movies like the new Buzz Lightyear that's has gay people in it yep. in a positive light
2: like right. mm-hmm. and that's why I don't, they, sell, they sell that's, pride merchandise too yeah
1: yeah i got lexa marvel pride sweatshirt for when we go down there i mean i, I don't i would like to think that somebody's they have to insane. thread a very difficult needle and as right. much as we as much as disney's tied to all of our childhoods and as good as we feel about disney just like it makes us happy and you know blah 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 they're still a business so they have to thread a very difficult needle and i don't envy the people who have to make decisions there at all especially being in a place like florida which is more and more becoming a haven for extreme right-wing evangelical maga heads it's why is that is it is it because of the governor yeah. It's
0: because of the, yeah. I mean, had we had a different governor when COVID happened, I don't think, like, Florida wouldn't be as red as it is. But like, I also it
2: think was, it, had it to was to the demographics, purple. too, because a lot of people go there to retire. So you've got all that generation, too.
0: Agreed. And I, I don't disagree with that. But I do feel like uh, Florida was leaning more toward purple in some areas, which was great. But then you had this crazy nut job get elected. And, and he just fucked up a lot of things. It's so much gerrymandering, you know, redistricting. He's making it so it's impossible to, um, it's impossible to vote in some areas. Like it's, it's so upsetting and so frustrating. But I, I think too, like when COVID happened and you had him taking this stance where it was like, I will not close the state. Whoa. Florida's free. Keep Florida free. Like then you had all these whack whackos in their states that were closed. That were like, "Fuck this, we're getting out." So then they started selling their houses, and then we had all these people. Like Florida is not good right now. Like our we have a serious housing crisis going on. Like yeah, it the is most ridiculous. It's place
1: in the country to live right now.
0: Yeah, it is absolutely insane. Like our house, like went up almost three hundred thousand dollars in the last three years. Like, so now. When you look on like, Zillow, right? I know <laughs> it's ridiculous, but it's like so. You're gonna, you're saying so. Like all these people, all these rich right wing assholes sold their property and wherever they were, came down here, bought it in cash, whatever drove up the housing prices, now rents through the roof. Now you can't, if you wanted to buy a $250,000 house here, you'd be fucked. You'd, you'd have like, you'd get like a little tiny square. I mean, I know California is a little different because it's just, it, housing is way more expensive there, but like we talked, you make more money. You're not making more money in Florida. Like you're not making enough to buy a $250,000 house if you're, if you're working at, you know, a 16 17 18 dollar an hour job you're just not like it's so fucking fucked up so it's like you're making florida this haven for the elite the rich right wing elite and you know what it's going to eventually be only only red voters because so many people like myself who are looking for an escape route like that we will eventually leave, like we will eventually leave. There's no way that we can't because we, if if Ron DeSantis becomes our president, it's just we're fucked. We'll Let's right? talk like about that for country. a second. <clears throat>
1: so Nikki Haley right now is the only Republican besides Trump that has announced that they're running for president. But Ron DeSantis is giving all of the signs, right? He's really he released a book, which I-, I haven't read it. I refuse to give that man any money, but I can only assume that it's fucking atrocious. So we're Ron DeSantis right now is dancing around the subject of running for president. And one of the reasons that the Republican party is kind of throwing their weight behind him is because he's Trump without the ridiculous tweets and, and the baggage and, and whatever. So What do you guys think about, about DeSantis running for office? Do you think, do you think it'll come down to him? And uh, do you think Trump will beat him out in a primary? How do you think that will fall?
0: Oh my God, it scares the shit out of me. Like someone who's living here now and like who has to deal with this shit every time I turn around, like more books being banned, more weird laws being passed this shit with like stacking the the a board with with anti fun people like they it's just it really fucking scares me it scares me because you know you look at the polls now and you see Trump is still ahead but I think all it takes is a gentle nudge and he's gonna DeSantis is going to be the person that runs for president like against Joe Biden probably. And
1: that's just so who's worse, Trump or DeSantis? They're oh god. Bad and I got in my head, I would prefer Trump over DeSantis.
0: So Same. who would,
1: who would win in a primary? Mm-hmm. I don't know because DeSantis hasn't been tested on the big stage yet like the national stage. Like he's popular in Florida, but he's preaching to the choir there. Like he doesn't have to be charismatic. He doesn't have to walk around and shake hands. He doesn't have to convince purple states or or you mm-hmm. know these states that Trump won or barely won. Um, he has to win them over. And Ron DeSantis isn't charismatic. Trump at least is funny. Like, I can't stand the guy. But when you watch him, you're just like, This fucking guy. Well, like, he has <laughs> a celebrity factor to him, too. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah. He he does have like this this way about him that you're kind of like, God damn man, you're you're fucking obnoxious. But I see why people are into you because he feels like their their uncle that they know at Thanksgiving that, you know, just kind of he bumbles over his words, but like his heart's in the right place. You know, that's how the right feels about him. Where DeSantis is much more
2: cold faced okay.
1: and boring. And I don't know that he has the charisma to pull it off. You know it would be fun though, watching those two totally contradict themselves by bashing each other. That is a show I would watch. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah,
0: you had Trump
1: um, like endorsing
0: DeSantis, and now he, he's calling him Ron just sanctimonious. Like, it's like, uh, you know, I mean, it. Trump is so going. I think Trump is going to bury Ron when it comes to the mudslinging, like, yeah. because he's a mudslinger. That's what he does. He makes he makes up shit. His base runs with it. And that's it. Like, that's all you I mean, I I think it, that's all she wrote at that point. But if Ron can get the right, like you're saying, Jack, he's not charismatic. If he can find that spark, ugh, well, and stop talking like Trump and using his hands like Trump, if he just like separated himself just a tiny bit and became a little bit more likable, he'd be a real dangerous motherfucker.
1: He's already dangerous. Because as you can yeah. see, the dumb bills that he passes—they're—they're they're having yeah. a, a ripple effect that through the rest so of the, the red country. That they're—they're they're mm-hmm. starting to follow suit, and you—you you have people like Arkansas's governor who are falling right in line with with Ron DeSantis. I—I I think I. So we have to remember because the electoral college. Even though Joe Biden won by three million votes, electorally he won by about forty five thousand. So 45,000 votes were the difference between Trump being president for a second term and Biden being president because the popular vote doesn't matter. I don't know that DeSantis has it in him to pull those votes away. And I don't think any more will go to Biden. I think those people won't show up. What we saw with Trump was kind of a, a lightning strike, right? Like you had all of these people that started voting for the first time who'd never voted before. And I don't know... If DeSantis has it, has that it factor to get them to come out again for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know though. It's going to be an interesting primary. I think you're 100% right. I think Trump is going to destroy him with mudslinging in the primaries Mm -hmm. to the point, and Trump doesn't care. He doesn't care if he makes him unelectable because you know what Trump would hate more? then losing to Joe Biden is losing to Ron DeSantis. He I doesn't want Biden's president again. He doesn't want to be the loser again. So right. it, uh, I think Trump will do everything. You see it. He's already talking about, put, he's already starting to do the, um, you know, put up those pictures of Ron DeSantis part- partying with those high school girls when he was a high school teacher, calling him yeah. a groomer. He's already aligning him with pedophilia, which that's not going to go well for DeSantis. So, I'm, jumping, I, am is I, am Biden, Biden officially running? Week? He hasn't announced yet, but he has okay. all the t- He's doing a book tour for the bullshit book that he released. He's coming to California, which, bro, what? What are you doing <laughs> out here?
2: I know your audience.
1: Right, he's coming to California next week for some fucking... And this is one of the problems when you get these, like, extreme right-wing candidates from these really hardcore right-wing states. They think they're real big in their britches in their home state where people worship them. He hasn't had to face a crowd that hates him. He hasn't had to do that yet. Well, come on down to fucking California yeah. and we'll show you what it's about. Biden's getting a little old, though. Oh, Biden's no, no, meant- getting a little old. I wish he would step aside totally, and endorse, I wish would run again, and but, endorse yeah. Kamala Harris because he would be 86 by the end of his second term. That's I don't know if Kamala old. would do it. I don't know if she I don't think beat. she'd be able to beat Trump. I don't, know, I, honestly. Think, I don't think you'd get enough democrats that would vote for her. yeah
0: i personally so here's my thing so who would be like, the democrat I, who
1: could beat him sorry aaron gretchen no you're
0: fine no is that who you
1: would vote for because i've never even heard that name gretchen whitmore is from a purple state she deals with she's from michigan she deals with well michigan's typically blue but she deals with a oh, lot yeah, of right-wing yeah. conservatism yeah. there yeah she has excellent policies. She's really firm in her beliefs. She's willing to work with conservative beliefs uh, as long as they benefit her state. She always puts her state before her, her policies. She was the one that had that kidnapping plot against her. She's real but, cool under but pressure. Nobody knows her, Jax. Like Nobody knows one, her. I don't yeah, I I've, lot, I've never I've heard, heard a lot that name. More,
0: I think a lot more people know her now because of the way that she also handled COVID in her state. Yep like i think even though there were so many people like anti her policies for
1: how she handled covid i mean she yeah, shut the state down yeah.
0: i mean she Until was she hardcore didn't mean
1: to. right she yeah, was open she did, to the, she, she didn't keep it shut do. down indefinitely she right. did it based on the statistics in her state like right. as things changed in her state she adjusted her way of thinking right she did everything I would vote for her. I really enjoy listening to her speak too. I think she 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 had, would have to start now though to be Trump. Which is part of the and she's not gonna run against Biden. Oh, Biden's just he he's just getting, just getting too old. old, man. Well, and he he's said he was gonna old. pass the torch, but he's not gonna let go of that power. Mm. But Biden hasn't officially announced yet. He's getting too old. Mm-hmm. Well, we say that, and then we also see him. Take a fucking twelve-hour train ride into the middle of a war zone in Ukraine right. that a president hasn't done in over fifty years. So, well, they just came out with his whole out. thing saying he's completely fine. But I mean, eighty-six. Not that there's not completely capable eighty-six-year-old nine-year-old. No, really. Yeah, like your your speech is not as good. Like it's just your your yeah. mind doesn't work the same. Like it's. You have to be able to keep up. He he should retire and pass the torch to the younger generation. I totally agree. But I will vote for him because if, if he's who our choices, I will vote for him. Right. And then we have I another chance run. of
0: voting for all new blue, whomever's running, you know, Congress or, you know.
1: But to answer Senate, your question, Jean, that, I but... think um, Gretchen Whitmore could run. I think that Pete Buttigieg could run. I think that Amy oh, Klobuchar could run Pete. again. I think all of them are viable options. Elizabeth Warren is the same age as Joe Biden. So that there's an argument to be, even though she seems a little bit more spry and like virile. Um, Bernie yeah. Sanders is the same age as Joe Biden. And he's, you know, we've rung that bell a few times. Uh, I think that if we make, if we get Katie Porter into a Senate seat, I think she could run. Um, I think yeah. you give AOC a few more years and she is a viable candidate. But for this upcoming one, Joe Biden has no, he has, he has had one of the most successful presidencies in modern history. Just the things that he has now, because of Joe Biden, insulin will now be $35, no matter what, which is insane. Do you know how life, i mean, yeah, it's I'm huge. rhetorically, like how life changing that is for people who like struggle with this and don't have, don't have health insurance. Like, for insulin is is mind boggling. He has made the biggest investment in infrastructure that our generation has ever seen in green infrastructure. He's actually working towards the future. He has reduced inflation by almost 6% since he got into office. He has uh, worked to to rebuild up all of the the rollbacks that trump put into place like he's done a lot and i have complaints about him i don't think he's done a good job with uh immigration i think he's fallen short there i think he fell short on the east palestine thing that happened at the trail derailment that happened in ohio but he's had oh. a successful presidency i'm just terrified that somebody's not said somebody's gonna run up against trump and lose it has to be somebody that everybody's everybody knows their name because if that motherfucker ends up being the only the the first president ever in history to win two non-consecutive terms i'm fucking moving to new zealand like that is that is just gonna but he's not roosevelt but, was teddy roosevelt no pr- no Trump would be the first president to win two non-consecutive terms. Wasn't Roosevelt off for four years and then he won again, Teddy Roosevelt? You know, Jackson. I, don't know. I have to look it up. This is this is my information. I'm not gonna fight with Jackie on this. <laughs> I'm not either, but I, I I literally just read that the other day. Oh, maybe then. First. I thought Teddy Roosevelt was like off for a beat and then was re-elected. When? But maybe two. he was off. But it,
0: maybe he didn't. Maybe
1: Teddy didn't I run and mean, then ran again though. yeah maybe you know what I'm saying I'm no. going off my memory which isn't great I'm about to be 42 so who knows so my thought too is like Trump okay so no Stephen so I mean, Cleveland, Cleveland Stephen Grover Cleveland was the 22nd president and 24th president of the United States the only president to, to serve two non-consecutive terms in 1837 both of us are wrong. <laughs> yeah we're both wrong so the the I'm first president her. in the last almost 200 years to win two non-consecutive terms but
2: you know what i, I mean, get what Julie's saying that win. we need a, a democrat that's definitely like well-known that's perfect yes, for the
1: job totally.
2: yeah you know like
1: like i don't think funny. that that one that you said jacks
2: there's no way she would be she should
1: but there's no way that she would i've never heard that name not now she doesn't have a chance to campaign she doesn't have a chance to become a household name because that's he's, what i mean so, so who's going to run we got no one has old, to be biden a no 100 year old them. biden and then trump of if biden? biden runs no democrat will. no democrat that's worth a shit is going to yeah, against run against him, him. It, yeah. because no one is going to give uh the opposition any fodder to to use against him in the upcoming election like no one's gonna do that it's all
0: about fighting for the soul of our nation at this point right like just like joe biden says like the soul of our nation is at stake like ultimately i think democrats are like you know what if joe biden's gonna run again i'm gonna vote for him because at this point we need a democratic president and we need to make sure that we keep control of you know the senate and we need to try to get some fucking house seats back like that's where we're at as like and it's, if anybody but is,
1: Biden ran against Trump, people would vote for Trump. He would get those votes that, well, he was our president before and nothing really, in their mind, in their mind, Jax, I'm not saying in general, nothing really bad happened. You know, people don't love change. Most people, they'd be like, well, we've had him before. Yeah, I'm going to vote. Like he would get those off votes. I don't it, think so just because a lot of me. those
0: people, a lot of the people that voted for Biden Voted for Biden because they, they did not want to vote for Trump, as Republicans. Like that were, they are registered Republican voters, and they did not want to vote for, Independents for Trump. Independents decide
1: so, elections. Independent I, voters I, who are registered yeah, independent so decide elections. There,
0: there are not many independent voters that I know of. That I don't know that many people clearly, but I, I would wager a bet that many independent voters do not vote for Trump. I I would I would wait honestly. A lot of it comes down to
1: the the vice presidency plays a huge part in this because you could be let's say you're an independent voter and you're okay with Biden. Like, yeah, things got things got better under him. You saw you know gas prices go down, infrastructure got a huge investment, insulin prices. He's fighting drug companies, but again, he's gonna be old as shit by the time he gets out of office. So the chances of him passing away while he's in office are exponentially high. So a lot of people are looking at who his vice president is and whether or not they'd want them more so than in other elections, whether or not they would want that person in charge of the country because you are voting for them too, especially when you talk about the age of these uh candidates. Oh, who's and who's, Trump's vice, who's Trump's vice he president? He hasn't announced a vice president. Yeah, I haven't. Okay. But
2: That's a
1: good point. People aren't huge fans of Kamala Harris. Is there a reason? Yeah. I mean, she's had some, I mean, well, besides her being black and a woman, like I I don't know if they have actual viable reasons. I mean, she's had a few gaffes. She said some stupid things, but... Overall, I mean, the labor parties are in huge support of her. There there was a labor negotiator stating that they've never encountered someone from the White House that has taken such an invested interest in the in the actual labor unions in this country than dealing with Kamala Harris. Um, but she does have some shit to clean up. Her staff is kind of chaotic. They quit. There's some bad rumors about her, which we all know women are held to a different standard in those entities than men are. Um, and I I do think because she hasn't We don't hear a ton about her in the press. Like when Biden and Obama were in office, he was always pumping up Biden, right? Obama was always singing Biden's praises. And he doesn't do that with Harris. So she's flown Mm -hmm. really under the radar to the point where we don't know any more about her now than we did when she was in the primary against Joe Biden. And that makes people nervous. So the unknown is scarier to people than the known they have like teams of people that do this shit though like yeah tell him and her and th- don't they have like a whole team of people yeah. to go over this kind of shit but yeah. people's knee-jerk yeah. reaction to kamala harris and i'm not trying to be one of those freaking screaming liberals it's like everyone's racist because they don't think that but a lot of people a black woman that they're not that familiar with from california makes them nervous because we're talking about independent voters. We're not talking about the Democrats. The Democrats are going to vote for Biden no matter fucking what, right? Like that we're talking about the purple state, independent voters who, when they get in that ballot box, sometimes are like, I don't know. I just can't do it. You know, like, <laughs> I don't know, especially because the majority of them are white, cis, hetero men that even if they don't like Trump, their lives don't get that much worse if he's in office. So when all is said and done, you shut that curtain and they're going to make it. We make emotional decisions far more than we make rational, logical decisions. People are always going to err on the side of emotion, even after when nobody's looking, right? They're going to go with their gut feeling. How often do you hear when people are running for office? I just wouldn't want to have a beer with them. Who fucking cares (laughs) if you want to have a beer with him? Like he's not going to come have a beer with you. (laughs) <laughs> but people go that Hillary Clinton faced the same thing. Ah, I just don't like her; her voice bugs me. What? She was the most qualified person that ever ran for office in the history of our country, and you didn't vote for her because you didn't like her voice. Now she yeah. might have a shot if she She's would not get running she. Again. God, she won't run again. I'm just saying she would have, have a shot. And that's what if they get like a. Eh, I don't know about Harris. They may may not don't necessarily dislike her, but they don't like her either. That will stop them mm. because Joe Biden could very well die. I'm, FBI, if you're listening, I don't mean that like I'm going to hurt him. I'm just saying like in general, in his like, yeah. stage of life. That
2: they are listening.
0: You know, you know we're on that. They might radar. listen to this you podcast
1: know. every once in a while. Uh, they just want
0: to listen to a bunch of ladies getting
1: drunk. We're going to have plenty of time to talk about this in the coming year because it's all that's going to be all over the news. So, Julie, let's get into Space Corner. Okay, give me one second. Let me have them turn on the TV because I'm about to be on. you going to have them turn their voices down? Because, goddamn. <laughs> Sounds like Julie's at a concert tonight. Right? <laughs> the kind I kind of am. I'm at a mom, mom and Kennedy yeah. concert, the MK concert. <laughs> um, okay, so Space Corner this week is very exciting to me. Because all the information just came back from Dart hitting the asteroid that NASA was testing to see if we could knock it off course. It did. So what? So the asteroid that we hit, it was actually a small moon to a bigger asteroid. And if you look at the I highly encourage you to look at the images of on YouTube, it's like a 40-second video. They have an actual camera that goes from dart actually right before they hit the asteroid um and and it it literally goes right like you can see the little tiny rocks and everything it's it's super cool is it crazy that some asteroids are so big they have their own moons i I mean this is wild this so i i was asking mom i was asking them for a comparison like how what it looks like when you're watching the tv it's the equivalent to the moon that it hit would be a watermelon. The little tiny dart was about the size of a raisin. And it could, it knocked it off its access. It actually knocked it closer to its asteroid. So it's, it's super cool. YouTube it, TikTok it. It's really, really awesome to watch what it did. What I'm thinking is... Um, James Webb got really good shots of it, but honestly, the live footage of watching and how it's shaking going towards the asteroid is super cool. And what they did to make sure that it worked, they drove Dart up to flew Dart up to it, up until four hours before, and then they let it run on autopilot until it hit the asteroid. Um What's interesting and and what keeps making, it makes me think of the butterfly effect. Like we think it's such a small thing that we did. And obviously NASA knows, you know, it's far enough away. It it wasn't going to affect us, but we don't fucking know enough about space and the ripple effects everything has. And I just can't help but think about us doing this tiny little mission. How did that affect, The universe as a whole, and I, I just, I'm like, is is nobody else thinking about this? But (laughs) but it is it is really cool to learn that something so small could have such an impact. And for anybody that doesn't know, Dart stands for I had to look this up, Double Atwood Redirection Test. Um. So yeah, watch it on YouTube. The 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 shots that the James Webb caught are not as cool as watching the live feed from Dart to the asteroid. That that's the coolest part cuz it literally goes right up to the thing and then the whole and then half the screen goes red. And it's on YouTube. So um, really sounds like she's in a fucking war zone right now. I mean, right? I know. It's I'm like, look like, like, like at ice it's clanging, like tense, man. I'm sorry, <laughs> what you guys. Are you I know. About it's now. It's very loud. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, mom yeah. just texted me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so that is super cool. Something else that I thought was really cool for you're your not going to talk room. about being able to see Jupiter. Well, okay, so yeah, so have you seen the images of it? Yeah, super cool. All the red and whites and everything—that is super cool. But something else that I've thought is super cool—I it's been around for years, but I just realized it uh, this week, and I've been—I guess this is probably my obsessed with for the last twenty-four hours—the zero-g planes that you can go in, and they—they literally put you in zero-g. Like, so that there's no gravity. There's no anything that you're, it's like you're in space. They put you in a spacesuit and everything. They have them in Houston, Fort Lauderdale. Like, they have them everywhere. It's $6,700 a person, which is ridiculous. That's but, not in your budget. I know. <laughs> I thought that, too. I was like, you're going to tell me it's not budget.
0: I know. It's not in your budget. But it, I mean, but it, it must stop you right
1: it. there, friend. Yeah. But <laughs> it is, kind of. So... <laughs> But it's it's really cool. So they actually, if you look it up on TikTok or YouTube, you literally go up in this plane and people are flying around like astronauts. It's it's zero G. You get to experience zero G for which, you know, that's, I think it's cool. So, but yeah, if you haven't seen it, go to YouTube, watch Dart hitting the moon. It's really, really cool. There's a ton of YouTubes on it talking about how much it takes it off its axis and It basically pushed it forward to the asteroid. I'm going to look it up on my um, favorite news
2: channel, which is TikTok. This is
1: like (laughs) the, this is such a fun time to be like alive and experiencing this. And I mean, I'm sure there'll be a gazillion cooler things in like 150 years, but because like space exploration has become so much more popular in just like the last year or two and so many cool things are coming out and just, I think that James Webb, kind of open people's eyes to the reality of that we are just on a floating rock in the middle of endless vastness that's expanding at the speed of light and like we really don't matter that much it's just it's kind of fascinating to see people geek out over this stuff and i don't mean geek out in a negative way i mean in a good way but i think it gives people really good perspective on things too yeah and, and, and help will still up there too. religion. And Hubble's still up there, too, collecting a ton of information. Yeah, Yeah. Hubble's collecting a ton of information still. And that motherfucker's been doing it for 2005 to, I mean, almost two decades. Like, it's, there's a ton of information coming in. I'm just, I was so excited to finally get that information back. It came back on Monday about the actual effects of it and stuff. And some really cool scientists have got on YouTube and, like, really heavily explained what it did, yeah. If you guys and... aren't following like Astra Alexandria, you should be. She's incredible. Like, yeah, give her, and I really enjoy her because she takes kind of like the crazy theories you hear and kind of explains like whether or not they're possible and what the science actually is behind it. And so she's not just like some scientist that's like babbling off words you don't understand. She takes really like things that are current that you're seeing on your for you page and explains them to you because you know people try to shit. hate on her too you don't know science and she gets on there and she's like um actually i do i work for nasa i, I people. saw this uh i saw this she's o- she's only took time to address it for i've seen one time and she was like i don't know science because i'm a girl okay she's like whatever i saw this tiktok the other day where this woman was saying how like how she deals she's a scientist so how she deals with men who are like mansplain things who are condescending to her she treats them the same way she treats her son when he talks about dinosaurs where she's like that's great buddy that's so cool like really really (laughs) neat and um because, you know, four-year-olds are just finding this out. They don't think you're dumb. They just don't realize you also know. <laughs> like, right. They're just excited. So this guy jumps on our comments, and he's like, actually, if you have to be condescending to someone, like, you're not doing it right. And she's like, that's a really good observation, buddy. Thanks. <laughs> 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 I just, I fucking died laughing at it. <laughs> Another, an, an, something to piggyback off that, Jax, the movie Hidden Figures. Oh, if, yeah. if if so people good. listening to this or whatever haven't seen that movie, it is fantastic. So I think it has Kevin Costner in it. It does. He's like he's yeah. like their yeah. boss, and then the it's women. It's based on a true story. Yeah. 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 That that yeah. is a, to piggyback off what we're talking about yeah. right now. It's such a good movie. Yeah. So good. Um,
0: Taraji, isn't it Taraji? Yeah. Taraji. Yeah. 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 yeah I think you're Jema- right, Maj. Jem- Janelle Monet. Well, I mean, back then,
1: black people and, you know, had to, how they show had to go like 20, 25 minute walk just to use the damn restroom. Mm -hmm. And they're the ones figuring all the shit out. And he comes. Go ahead, Jack. The kids of those people are the same ones saying that tap water makes you gay. The kids who made black people walk 45 minutes. Oh, I was going to say. No, no, no. Same people. Yeah. Different generations. They're related, same energy. energy, yeah. They yeah. they sit at the same Thanksgiving table
0: mm,
1: for, for sure, sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they're very happy about Thanksgiving
1: and what it did. <laughs> <laughs> God Ugh. and Christmas, and they don't yeah. listen to us. That's really Yeah, they're the ones <laughs>
0: with the with the the tag on the back of their car. Put the Christ in Christmas. Put the yeah. Christ back in Christmas.
1: <laughs> Come on. Don't get me on my Christmas rant, Erin. It's only. 15. Oh my god! I know. Oh, let's, let's not start Christmas. that. It's my let's not start that rant of yours, so. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Okay, what's everyone else obsessed with?
2: Um. So the book I read this week was "I'm Still Alive" by Mary Alice Marshall. I think I think I got that right. Um it's about this girl she's 16 um she gets in a car accident with her mom her mom passes away so she is um temporarily disabled from the car accident and she's sent to live with her dad in the middle of nowhere Canada like off the grid 200 square foot cabin with no electricity totally off the grid like no neighbors they have to hunt to like make it through the winter really bad and um that she doesn't know bleak. him <laughs> yeah. She doesn't yeah. know him. She hasn't seen him since she was a little kid and she's excited to get to know him but then finds out this is where she's going to be living and she's very disappointed. Um so he wants to teach her how to like live off the land and you know be like him and she's like I want to watch TV. And so she's only there for a week or two when the cabin burns down and her dad dies. So now she has to survive in the middle of nowhere Canada it's like a month before the snow is going to start and she's got to try to use the stuff her dad taught her within this like one or two week period. Um, No shelter. I mean, the cabin's gone. So she's got to figure out how to survive. And does she even want to survive? Because if she does, she's an orphan. So it's her and her dad's dog against the world. It was good. I recommend it. Um, It wasn't like life-changing or anything, but it was a good read.
0: that's, That's And I worry about killing people in books she had to suffer two parent deaths. Right. And then that's, survived. I thought, on her own. When, I,
2: when I first read, because usually I'll, like, read the synopsis, and then I'll go read a couple of reviews on Amazon just to see, like, okay. And when I first right. read it, I was like, wait, both parents die, like, and not at the same time? Like, that's kind of, that's a lot. But then, like, right. once I, like, realized the storyline of, you know, like, what happens with her dad in the cabin burning down, I was like, okay like that makes a little bit more sense because right. obviously I'm not telling the entire story because no spoilers but um yeah it wasn't it wasn't weird that both parents died it wasn't yeah. like yeah that's corny it was yeah. good it sounds
0: good I love books like that like the box card children was one of my very favorite books <laughs> as a kid like I used to love that book like they're making like a a little refrigerator out of the, the cold water in the river, like, come on, I want to do that.
2: Yeah, she has to get real creative. I mean, thank god she had the dog to like keep her warm and somebody to talk to to keep her sane. Yeah, because I mean, she had to get real creative. This one's actually really good. I'm still alive. Yes, that's what it's called. I'm still alive. All right, I might
0: give that a whirl. Me? Oh, so okay. Um, I'm obsessed oh, with sorry, the last Aaron, of us. Oh, okay, no worries. What <laughs> go ahead, Aaron. Wait, what I'm happened? Sorry. Oh, oh, it's okay. I'm obsessed with The Last of Us. Like, just 100 mm. percent obsessed with it. I am so sad there's only two episodes left. Like, it is so fucking good.
1: I don't like, know what I'm I... gonna do when I don't have I think I'm probably gonna rewatch gonna... it. Yeah, same. I'm gonna rewatch <laughs> yeah. it.
0: Like, I've already decided yeah. the minute it's done, I'm gonna binge it. Like And I'm going to pick up so many things that I probably didn't pick up the first time around. Like it's one of the few shows that I watch these days with no technology near me. Like I my phone is away from me. Like I do the same thing. Right? Like I'm it's like I don't even want to know if someone's texting me. Like I'm just like It's so worth it.
2: Yeah, but you also have to because you can't miss a single like five second part, or you miss some like clue about something. Right, and I and I love that.
0: I also love that this like we talked about last week. The storytelling is so fucking spectacular that it's like this last
1: episode. Yeah, that that was so good. I I told you guys, I'm like this episode just killed me. The
2: people. criticizing these like backstory episodes because i mean they're definitely full episodes that are like the two guys and now the two girls that are not at all giving you any information about the current time period i mean it's like a five minute window of current time is the entire episode of back then time you know what i mean right so like A lot of people say it's not moving fast enough in current time because of these, like, backstory episodes, but I love the backstory episodes. But Mm -hmm. doesn't Mm -hmm. it kind of
1: make you just love the characters? And, like, understand them. You're like, oh. And
2: I love how – sorry, Stacey, go ahead. It's just more storytelling and character development and all these people that are complaining and saying that was the most boring episode ever – like the two guys one, everybody was saying, oh, that was terrible. Like it had nothing to do with the the plot of it right does now though. at all. It, it does. does. So why are you in such a hurry for the right now to see right. what happens on Ellie and Joel's like journey right this minute? Like why are you in such a hurry? Like enjoy yeah. the story. Well, it also it
1: shows like how different people cope or adapt
2: to deal. a yeah in an
1: apocalypse yeah. yeah yeah i love that i agree with you, days i think the backstories are fascinating and yeah. hey whatever makes this series last a gazillion years right year four. yeah All yeah year i'll four. take
0: every backstory episode thank you well, i, I, I want to see marlene's i can't wait to see marlene's backstory i'm sure that'll be next year sometime totally. or next season how like well like this she,
1: Ellie's backstory is nothing to, like it has so much to do with her how she responds to Joel and how right. she responds to being abandoned. Well, they, well, they brought right. it all together because in yeah. like episode two, <laughs> they had Ellie talking to Tess that she had broke or er, broken into the mall and yeah, she was by herself. Yeah. And so right. like they brought that all completely back around, like why she lied about that, you know, because she didn't want to talk about it. Like They've totally right. and how and now she had told Joel like yes I I've fired a gun before like they just totally
2: brought it all together like right so the people together, that are it. like yeah. the people that are rushed to see like just Joel and Ellie's journey are the people that are like I just want action and zombie killing to me that's what I think and right. they don't well, want I, like the actual stories right yeah
0: and I think it's really important that we see. Why, like not this past episode, but the episode before when Ellie's having the conversation conversation with Joel and she's like, everybody that I've ever loved has left me that I've ever cared about has left right. me. Like that is yeah. so important. And to see that it even happened now and to see like she had no one in Fedra, no one except for this young girl. And so it's just like it just It's just heart wrenching. And it's it makes you love Ellie so much more and understand why she's such a hard ass. And then it makes you understand why she connects so much with Joel. And it's just phenomenal. Like I would like to add Pedro Pascal to my men I want to sleep with. He is (laughs) amazing. I love him. I love everything about him. I just think he's adorable.
1: I think what's important to talk about, too, is I think probably a lot of people don't like it because there is a lot of gay characters and gay relationships in it. But I think it sheds a lot of light on what a post-apocalyptic life would be. That shit doesn't fucking matter anymore. Right. It doesn't matter. matter now. Right. It not matter
0: now. It won't matter then. Like, right. Yes. We yep. will eventually go through something fucked up like this. Eventually, this will happen. Like, right. not this, as in, but, I mean, it's very possible, but it's just something will happen where it doesn't fucking matter who you're It doesn't with. matter.
1: Well, they weren't like, even all thinking to survive. That. I also think it would have, right. you could have inserted Riley with a boy and it would have been just as touching. Just as good. Like, it was just yeah. such a, yeah, like, just teenage- as touching. Yeah. Like it wasn't, I don't even necessarily, if, if someone said name Ellie's sexuality right now, I wouldn't even label her as anything because that was the most in, intense connection she had in her life. Well, I yeah, think I in real that life, that it, I think she is, a boy. I think in real life, she is like pants. I'm just saying, I think, I think what think. people, I think what people are yeah. missing is that that mattered to her because it was the most real intense connection she had i don't think the gender would have mattered Mm-mm. it still would have just shown this guttural loss they had to almost make it a girl because that's who she would have lived with and been with and like that's right. what makes it so much more this is a person she right. sees every single day shares absolutely everything with had they put a boy in there, Their best friend they would have only seen each other coming and going because of the way their situation was set up this had to be the most important person in her life
0: right right and i think too like i think it's important because they are just girls like it's just this group of girls at this pedra camp like they're just girls and it's like what what happens like you're going to make these strong connections with people and it's going to be life impacting and it is so important that it is a girl in my mind that it isn't a guy because a like julie said it doesn't fucking matter when you're fighting for your life it doesn't fucking matter who you fall in love with and b it is so important to realize that these strong connections can happen even when life is at stake and, and i just people. i'm i'm so in love with this show like i'm so in love with it like Everything about it—it's just amazing. Like I, I want to restart the, the season so bad. It's so good.
1: And you're I'm, you're gonna have to get a PS5 know. just to play the game. I've talked about <laughs> it, man. Right. I've talked about it. It's worth <laughs> it. it. Like it's to. worth it. It's worth it. Well, I, it just, I think do.
2: like an interesting thing too to think about while you're watching, and like sometimes it throws like a wrench in, and sometimes it makes you like think about it like deeper is that she's somebody that didn't live in the modern world that we know. You know, the the apocalypse has mm-hmm. been going on for 20, 25 years. So she was born into the apocalypse. So especially right. the parts in the mall where she's so like appalled by like the Victoria's Secret underwear. She's like, why would mm-hmm. anybody wear that? Like that's just crazy. You know, so like it makes you think about a lot of things of like She probably didn't know, like, sexuality like we know it today. She just knows, Mm -hmm. like... So, Stacey, you're
1: caught up now? You you, yeah. You you watched all of them? Okay.
2: Yeah. So, but then other times, it kind of throws, like, a wrench into it where I'm like, that's not right. Like, when she automatically knew how to play an arcade game, I'm like, where has she seen an arcade game before? So well, like, but they said like I did. You guys ever watch the things at the end
0: of the episode? Like I know, can't the find them. Yes, Wh- I watch every scrap
1: at, of whatever. Where are they? At, Eva, at the where, very end of the very episode, very, episode. End. very I've end of the episode, to the very very end, and they're not on mine. Then you're doing something wrong. Yeah, you're doing because we wrong. share an account. See, they're saying they're they have. There's <laughs> yeah. things at the end of the. HBO. You have to make
0: sure that you're not that you don't skip Max over to the next show. This on our HBO.
1: Yeah, don't skip to the next show. Yes. You have
0: to watch so, it. So, at the very end, though, that they talk about nice. how, like, they they probably did find like magazines about these games and about things like that because those things still exist, even though. And people so, tell like, them. Yeah, like I just think like, and she knew the Riley knew how to play because she'd broken in there a few other times. Like, right? She I knew there. that. Like, Ellie yeah, didn't know like, what
1: she
2: was doing. Ellie's no, like. But, I know. But so, like, but she when had no idea. But... Arcade, she was like, yeah. oh my God. And I'm like, well, that remember Ellie reads comic
1: books and stuff, though. That's yeah. what I thought. Like, she reads I'm like, a lot. she
2: doesn't even know what arcades are. And Kira was like, maybe she's just fascinated by all the blinking lights and that she knows that they're games. Yeah. And I'm like, right. oh, okay, maybe. Like, you know, it's just really interesting to think about, like, especially being a teenager in a mall. Right. all the mm-hmm. stuff that she's never seen before because like
1: she was born into
2: this life yeah. that's so bizarre to me right. they've done a great job of
1: in the yeah. show i think they've done a fucking it's fantastic amazing. job amazing the
2: sets the sets the
0: everything everything is just fucking fantastic well, Such and a great show
1: the I, I, I agree with you, Aaron. Big, big fan of Pascal. I don't agree with you about wanting to put him on my it's list. Fine. With people sleep with. It's fine. Right. But I don't... To have the number of child actors they have on the show who all do a, a sensational job. Phenomenal. Job. They bring impressive. in a lot of people, a lot of good... That have short... Yeah. Just They're just there for one episode. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think... For for those of you guys that are just like, hey, I man, you just want to see people, but just let people fucking enjoy things, man. Like just if you if do you, you guys, like an episode, do you just guys skip it. do you guys think because they're kind of so in the episode before this last episode when they showed um the girl with the with the really pretty poofy kind of long curly hair, it looked like a a, a younger black girl that Joel saw, and for a second yeah. that made you think. Do you think, like, I? my prediction is that the very last episode, right before they end it, is going to be him finding out his – fucking daughter's still alive no i think oh, no. ellie's igniting feelings bad. of being a father in him again, right. and so oh, he's coping yeah, with the unresolved right. ptsd that he didn't Damn, absolutely yeah. yeah because then like immediately
0: after that he's like tommy you need to take her he's like, scared of losing ellie want... the way yeah. he was of his daughter that's right. why they did right. that yeah also right. when you watch the end of these when the, you talk like the inside the episode they like go into that a little bit yeah you have to find me. So you go go on the episode, go all the way to the end, and just make sure that you're just like you pause I did it that this you... last one. I was like, Aaron said, we have it's, to go all the so, way to the end. It's like three minutes of wonderful. Like yeah. it's just
1: so good. Okay. It's like right. I'm, I'm, after, I'm gonna have to try it again.
0: Yeah, like, I am right too because I didn't even know that was a thing. For the next me episode, do you watch like the scenes for the next episode? I don't no. have
1: those. You do. I mean if
0: you share share that edits, out, so I can see you do. <laughs> yeah. You gotta go, you gotta see it because they're so good. You can go back to all the episodes
1: and do it right now. They're, they're saying so there's even scenes for the next episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what I'm obsessed with, uh number one, the I, book. I, I need I read... to go. Huh? But okay, yeah, I'll I'll piggyback off there. Oh, sorry, Joel. I, I thought mean, you no. were No, it's okay. Mine it, you talk. Go ahead. I really don't have anything. I think that's a good one. The the only other thing I could think of that I'd possibly be obsessed with would be um, trying to not do DoorDash anymore. Is <laughs> what has kind of consumed my week this week. Is I'm with, glad it's, hard. it's where I live. We, we went grocery shopping and have not ordered any food, not even coffee, which sometimes is really convenient when you're tired. And especially when I'm at the office and I'm stuck there, like we've been pre-making meals and I'm bringing them with me to the office and pre-making, you know, coffee and or bringing energy drink or whatever you have to do. Like that has pretty much consumed my week. Just retraining my brain to like Door Dashing or Uber Eating is not an option, and like you you have to cook your food at home. So that's. Also, the you. show, also the show, Utter Banks. If you guys haven't seen that show, it's really,
2: really good. Yes, it's amazing. But
1: yeah, I, I, so I went back and rewatched season one and two.
2: I'm gonna have to. I
1: yeah, like do it. Too much. I did. I, I did too. We started watching season the season three episode one, and I was like, I don't even what know what's happening on? now.
0: Yeah, it's so oh worth God, it. I tried. I tried to get into it. And I just couldn't. Oh, I really like it. It's really good. I don't good. know why. I, I mean, it's not like a groundbreaking show I or anything, my- but it's
1: like a teenage yeah. love, beachy kind of yeah. vibe. Like it's just it's just a cool like, little bit know, of the, mystery and I um, love the treasure. treasure hunt of it. I love that. So I've been trying to not drink as much too, so I've been doing a little bit of uh, other stuff. And it's like <laughs> so much fun to watch and like the treasure hunting and the mystery yep. stuff—it's like my favorite thing to. It's just, it's so like relaxing because there's nothing like, nothing it's, like super crazy is going on. Right, it's, just it's like re- de-
2: it's very teenage like kind of like flow of like vampire diaries ish kind of like yeah, just kind of whatever to watch. Teenage love, like it's
1: it's fun, but you know, like those cast members uh are like like John B is thirty. I'm like, and, he plays, <laughs>
2: that a, not and he
1: plays a 16-year-old. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> yeah. They always do that I shit. don't like that. I don't like that. You guys going no, to you, like
0: Shrinking.
1: You would like
0: it because it's like it's like a love drama. I know I'm supposed to like it. Like Katie watches it. Katie's like, you have to watch it's it. It's good. Like, all right. so I, I started the first season. I got like seven or eight episodes in and I was just like, really i just i, I like it did not it. help me but i was also like doing it because she said if i did it then she would watch yellow jackets and i was like yeah yellow jackets is fucking amazing first of all fuck you you gave me outer banks like uh, so i'm like whatever so, like, is I good with, though like, totally. not I like, like outer i banks. went into it with like my like but i went into it with like my whole like oh i'm this is bullshit so like i need to go into it with like more of an open mind i think outer
1: banks, my is, fault. outer banks yeah it's not gonna like change your life or anything but it's just something fun and a little bit lighter i'm curious to get into season three now that we just finished the first two seasons because i feel like they're kind of
0: Elizabeth-
1: i feel like they're kind of losing footing for me with like the whole treasure hunt thing i'm like okay like yeah Where's this let's, going? Wrap let's, it up. Let's keep this. But people have been, I guess, ranting and raving about uh, in season three about Rafe. You remember Rafe, the crazy brother? No. I, I have to rewatch You've it. You've got to rewatch so it. I, I, I guess people have been ranting and raving about Rafe's character and how he's like progressed in the show and stuff. So I'm curious to get into season three because the whole treasure hunt thing is kind of losing footing for me. Like, yeah, I, I need that. something different. To start happening but it's a it's a good show like it's it's cute yeah um the book i read this week was trust the plan the rise of q and the conspiracy that unhinged america and um jeez <laughs> i was like well, we're going to we're going to <laughs> a real different direction we're going to play uh, all i'm going to right say now. about it is If you're interested in all about how QAnon came to be and how they kind of like an insider's look on the information. I wanted to read it because I was like, who the fuck falls for this stuff? And this book takes a real deep dive into um, how it happened and kind of the humanity behind it. And uh, it was really interesting. It doesn't change my mind. I still think they're absolute fucking wackadoodles um, without a doubt. And I'm I still believe that the core of it is racism and homophobia and all of the fucking terrible opias that exist in the world. But it was it was a different look because they actually talked to people who are who are in QAnon. So if you are interested in that kind of thing, like I am, and are a sadist, like I am you should give that a whirl. Um, the second, <laughs> or I can read stuff like this and just tell you guys about it and you don't have to fucking do it to yourself. Give me the cliff notes. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to that. wrap this up. So that. we're not on here for an hour and a half. Um, the second thing I, uh, had a conversation with some of my staff members today and I thought it would be a good reminder for people, um, to have we talk on here sometimes about being able to establish healthy boundaries and I think uh people need a reminder that it's okay to set boundaries at work too um where I work we don't have work phones we only have our personal cell phones which are linked to our work accounts and and whatnot um it is acceptable to tell someone I will get back to you on Monday or you need to email me at my work email, because what happens is in the name of good customer service, we give some of our customers, our cell phones, and then we are available to them at any time. And I think because we get a text message and our inherent instinct is to like text them back real quick or, you know, cause normally people who text us are our family or friends or people that we care about. We we have this like knee jerk reaction to prioritize those individuals over others. Um, and I think people need to be reminded that just because someone in your work life has your cell phone, doesn't mean they don't still have to follow the same protocol as other other people. And it is acceptable to tell them to email you. And it is it is okay to tell them, hey, I'm off today. I'll, I'll find out for you tomorrow and get back to you. Or, hey, it's Friday night at, at nine o'clock. I'm not gonna look at this until Tuesday, uh, Monday because you, you have to create those boundaries for yourself to keep work on the same, to be able to keep work in its box, right? Like there's nothing wrong with that. It's a healthy thing to do. So I just wanted to remind people, um, those of you that have emailed us and told us that you appreciate that, you know, especially Aaron and Stacy who are so kind of blatant about their struggles with anxiety and mental health and like all these things, it's okay to also create boundaries for yourself at work and um stand up for yourself even even if they're important customers. As long as you give them an answer and give them a timeline of when you'll respond, they don't they don't have the right to interfere with your off time because our jobs aren't who we are. They're a part of our lives, but they don't make us who we are and just because it it spurred that person's uh, psyche at that time doesn't make it your emergency okay so i just want really good if advice. you guys need permission really to set boundaries for yourself this is this is your permission set boundaries and if your boss gets on you about that or tells you that that's not how things are done you need a different job okay that, I'm i'm not trying to be a dick but you need a different job and I'm not talking about mm-hmm. certain people. Like if my city manager were to text me right now, I would 100% answer her. <laughs> but my city manager and a community user group are not the same thing, right? Like I, you don't need to be extremist about it. The, things aren't zero sum. There's gray areas. Right. Like if my boss calls me right now, I'm, I'm answering an answer. the phone. Yeah, it's obviously important. It's obviously important because my boss yeah. isn't going to violate my personal time unless it's important. Right. Like we. That's have to also understand. the difference
2: between a career and a job. Because if you work at in retail and, you're, and your boss calls you after hours, you are not answering that phone for any reason. They are telling you to come in tomorrow.
1: <laughs> I just want to give people permission. It doesn't mean you're lazy. It doesn't mean you're bad at your job. It doesn't mean you don't care. It means that you value your your time away from work and your time with your friends and family or your alone time. And that's okay. You're allowed to have all of those things and it will make you a better employee. It'll make you more attentive when you have to answer those people, and it will it will give you better comprehension and capability to serve the people that you serve. So,
2: well, and that Makes doesn't just go for and mom too. It doesn't just
1: go for employees. It goes if you're a boss or a manager too. Like I actually, it's funny you're saying this because I actually thought about you, Jacks, this week because we have a mandatory thing all of us have to go to all weekend this weekend, yeah. and our office manager works Monday through Friday, eight to four. Um, and I called, I called her and I was like, look, I'm like, we all have to be there this weekend. So take a couple of days off this week. Like, I don't want you to work 12 days in That's a row. Nice. And she's like, I didn't even think about that. I'm like, well, I thought about it because I don't want you living and breathing work. And she did, she took, she didn't take two full days, but she took like 75% of one day and then like 75% of another day. Cause she was like, I'm, I have a lot of payments or whatever coming in these days. And she was like, thank you so much. I'm like, you're welcome. Because, because then guess what? She came in today and my other coworker called him was like, she made a ton of money for us. Today. I'm like, right. Cause you give, and he did the same thing without us even talking about it. He sent her, her home early one day too. Cause this is a mandatory thing this weekend. I don't want you, you know? And I just thought about that. I'm like, you know, we're not working 12 days in a row. Like, there's no way I want you to do that. So it, it it goes along with being a manager also. Like, give your employees that time. Don't burn them out and run them dry because you get better work when they come in and they're refreshed and they spend time with their family and they got some good sleep. And they feel like you have their back and support them and want what's best for them. It's like you're gonna get better work out of people that feel that way about you. Well, and if you're not doing that as a boss, everybody else follows your example. So, like, my right. assistant director texted me last night with some shit about a user group. And some stuff requires immediate attention, some doesn't. You need to be able to differentiate. I can't help you with every single scenario. Figure it out on yourself for yourself. You're a grown-up. But, like, my assistant manager or my um, assistant director texted me with something yesterday. And all I said was, oh, that sounds like uh, Friday, Jackie and Bridget's problem. Like, I, don't worry about it tonight. I said, go have your go have a martini, watch your TV show, read a book, and we'll deal with it tomorrow. Because you know what, the building's still going to be there, the same customers are still going to be complaining. Nothing is going to change tonight, even if we talk about it for three hours and come up with a resolution. None of it. So we'll figure it out tomorrow. You, you, I
2: literally just walked into the bedroom to answer his work phone,
1: <laughs> but. Part of that is Kai's personal choice. Like, I yeah. don't want my employees to feel like I expect it of them.
2: If yeah, they sure. feel
1: like they want to do it because, like, oh, it'll be easier for me tomorrow or whatever, that's fine. But I want them to have that flexibility to decide for themselves whether or not it's something that they want to deal with.
2: Like, It's 100% his choice because he wants the overtime. Yeah. So he answers because okay. he's in a job where if it's an right. emergency, he gets to go run out there and. do We something. don't get overtime.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> just your mental brain acumen. So if you were waiting for a sign or permission to start setting boundaries at work, here it is. That job doesn't own you. Hmm. They don't pay. They they don't fuck you, or feed you. They finance you, but oh you can God. limit those to hours. You sound like my wife. So yeah. <laughs> they post your job opening before your obituary goes. Yep. You owe yourself some some mental leeway and a chance to step away. And if you work for a company that doesn't agree with that, unless you're making some fucking insane amount of money that is like generational changing, you don't belong there. You just don't. Find something that makes you a little bit happy and, and gives you the space for yourself. So that's all I wanted to say to people. Going into this Friday evening and into the weekend, set very some boundaries for yourself because no one else is going to do it for you. Right. It's very good advice. So I've set is... boundaries. Uh, Look at that. Put my job. Ooh, Aaron's a full-time it? writer now. What? Look at her go. If you don't full-time have that skill, writer, though, what, other what? people are. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm
1: getting a lot of hate
0: <laughs> from my friends. They're like, "Fuck off, Aaron!" I'm like, "Thanks."
1: If you're getting hate from your friends for that, it's because they're miserable in their lives.
0: Or they're, oh or yeah, they're just they're having fun jealous yeah they're they're jealous no they're not yeah. being they're they're not being dicks they're just being like my one friend was just like oh my god my job sucks so much and i'm like my they're work? having fun like good
1: good for you aaron here's <laughs> yeah. one of the things that frustrates I'm, me about that I'm, is people if you hate your job change it it's one of the few things in our lives we can change if, change if your you're love, able yeah. to if you're able to
2: Who's not able way. to? I think people sometimes it's a lot harder high for people to change jobs. their jobs.
1: If you have that high of a paying a job, you go work for a different company that pays you the same amount.
2: Right, but some people have like like a like a lot high of time- paying jobs and their bills are high because they've maintained that job for a while and they have responsibilities and you can't just quit it like you got to find a new one. And it's a whole thing.
0: I do think that 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 person that one with that high paying job will probably find a, a similar paying job if they really want to. But it's like the middle of the road that just can't find a job. Like, right? Like, it's like, Oh, my God. That's one thing that worries me. Like, what if this doesn't work? Like, I'm gonna have to go find a job. And then I'm gonna have to explain this like gap. Like, oh, you know I'm what I'm mean?
2: terrified like, of the gap, gap because,
1: because you were writing books. Yeah. I think you're good.
2: <laughs> yeah. The gap that am I like... got from being a stay at home mom totally sucks. And I have to explain that. And that is a huge reason that I am like not looking forward to going back into the workforce when Kira gets her license.
1: But you don't because there's so many skills that are transferable from being a right. stay at home full time parent that relate to the workforce if you word it correctly like
2: shitty gap oh yeah you're helping me with my resume like you obtain skills
1: (laughs) you're an entire you manage an entire subset of people like you obtain skills as a stay-at-home mom that a lot of people don't have like a budget people people get trapped in their lives because like i've said on here before people stay in hell when they recognize the, the street signs right like because they don't think their skills are transferable because they don't think they have anything to offer because they think they've been out of it for too long, which is just crazy. Like it's absolutely crazy. It's about how you, listen, I hire hundreds, hundreds of people, hundreds, and I will take someone with a good attitude who's ready to learn and is excited about their opportunity because I can train them to do whatever the fuck I want. Like the training part is secondary to me as opposed to a person who I know will be a good influence in the workplace and is going to be happy to be there and is going to be a fucking pleasure to be around. That to me is, we're not fucking doctors and engineers. Like we're not building bridges. I can train anyone to work in my field. What matters the most is if whether or not people like and respect you, and that is across the board in so many different areas, we'll train you. I would rather have someone that's not stuck in their ways and their training that I can mold and shape and and make like the kind of employee that I want them to be versus someone who has 45 years experience and is like, this is how I've always done it. This is how I'll continue to do it. You're not going to change my mind.
2: I wish we were still 16 and I could always go back to you and be like, Jax, give me a job. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many times I went, Jacks, give me a job. I, but
1: you know what? If you don't have a manager that feels like that, look for a different one. Yeah. People, yeah, it's hard pe-
0: to find a manager like treat that, though, I
1: think. Our generation treats jobs like marriages because that's what our parents did, and they're not marriages. They need to be mutually beneficial. When you are in an interview, you should be interviewing that agency as well. You should be finding out if their wants, their needs, their expectations align with yours. And if they don't, you don't want to fucking work for them anyway. And I understand that is a, a, a statement of privilege, that comes from someone who is not one paycheck away from being homeless. Like I, I understand that. I'm well, it's going for, the for the somebody who has two person. master's degrees. It's not, it's not the same. It's not the same. For that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I understand so I feel that like that every job you apply for, you get. That's not true. <laughs> I get turned down from all kinds of jobs.
0: I know, but I know, but I'm just but saying you like, also, you have gotten to where you wanted to be. Like this is where you want to be. Like you worked your ass had. off to get there. Mm-hmm. Right. And you worked your ass off to get there. No questions asked. Right. Like, also, like, here's me who worked my ass off in higher ed for years and never got what I needed, where I needed to be. And whether or not that was circumstances or whatever, or just being in fucking Midwest, you know, Northwest Indiana, you red bullshit, the patriarchal patriarchal piece of shit. Who knows? Who knows? So it's like that's where it's like,
1: ugh but you have to so in. I'm gonna give you guys a little bit of insight here and you have to adjust your way of thinking about it, right? Like if you get an interview, you're qualified for the job. They're not gonna interview people who aren't qualified. They think you have the skills necessary to complete the task, right? So, so if you're not getting it, it's because they don't fucking like you, is what well, Jack's saying. <laughs> honestly, I like know you're I, I, no, you're not wrong, Jewel. I feel like by the time I get to the interview, I'm qualified. They have to decide if I'm the right fit for them. And if I'm not, if they don't pick me, then they know something I don't. And they don't like the way I manage or they don't like the way that like my philosophy on things or whatever. And so it's not going to be a good fit anyway. I would have struggled there. I would have felt confined there. I would have felt trapped there, inevitably. Like after the honeymoon period's over, it wouldn't have been a good fit. Your glass is so- half full, buddy. <laughs> oh, half That's all right life, man. <laughs> oh <laughs> my God. It's like, I don't it's think it's lovely. personal. I'm just not a good fit. I've been turned down from all kinds of jobs, even though I have two Every- master's degrees and 30 years of experience. It's just not a good fit. My, my is boss right now, like- my my boss right now who i've been with now for 2 years because my company sold and it just switched owners he literally told me he said i was walking into and i cornered him because when he bought the company he had already told the previous owners that we're going to get rid of all of your previous agents and i have cuz i have my own agents my previous boss told me be there when your boss shows up just to talk to him. So I like cornered him basically and happened to be at the, made sure that I was at the office when he was coming by the office. He said, I was walking into that office to fire you. He goes, I literally looked at uh, his right-hand man. I don't want to say names on here because I don't know. He said, I, I literally looked at my right-hand man and said, well, this is going to suck. I'm basically telling somebody they don't have a career anymore. He goes, when I sat down and I talked with you, he's like, there was no way I could have gotten rid of you. you like... Us? Like, well, no, it's not, it's not that, but, but you're right. A lot more of it. Well, because the agent he was replacing me with had 15 years of experience. I had two like, but, and I didn't even know that that was the situation walking into it. Like I was just scraping and trying to keep my job, you know, with the company that I was with. So it's like, I, I think a lot of it does have to do with, if they just like you or not. And I didn't know that I was meeting him. I was at the office when I found, I was in my slippers, I was in a hoodie, I was in my, like I was not prepared to meet owner of, five other companies like I was literally in slippers and stuff I was like well fuck here it goes (laughs) I think I maybe had a couple mimosas (laughs) like I was you were loose you were I was not prepared (laughs) I was not prepared to meet him and he did not tell me right away that he was keeping me like he waited a few and it was right before Christmas and I was like fuck and thank God, you know, I mean, whatever, but I mean, it's true. A lot of it had, it doesn't, your qualifications, like if you can go in there really and just, matters. and even if, like, the, even if there's a job, you know, you're over or under, I want to say underqualified for go to the interview and just learn how to knowing how to, interviewing, knowing how to interview skills we have that we don't use enough knowing how, how to interview you. I hate it for the interview. You hate it because it's horrible and it's hard and it's, you know, like all the pressures on you and they're looking at you and you have to say all the right things, but the more you do it, that's what I was grateful for with the sheriff's office. I had to interview a lot every time I got promoted or went into a different aspect of it. Like you got comfortable with interviewing and I got to the point where I was interviewing other people. So you learn a lot doing that. Like, certain things not to do to do there's certain things absolutely not to say certain things to say like you do you, you know learn I'm, a lot. Gonna give, I'm gonna give away a secret of mine right now and okay listeners are are in for a treat because so this doesn't work for every manager director or whatever but this is one of the <laughs> things that i do because i look for a certain type of person right Whichever. This is gold on. right now this is gold um, i this know is gold one of the things I ask that sounds super arbitrary, but it tells me a lot about a person. I ask them, because by the time they get to me, they're in selection, right? Like everyone is qualified. We're seeing who's gonna fit with the department. I ask them, what was the last movie that made you emotional? And depending on their answer, I can tell if they're of course, empathetic, of if they're going your... to be caring about their staff, or if they're giving me a canned answer and they're gonna be a pain in my ass. I would. Okay, I'm lo- answering I would
2: Right now, what would you it. think of me? So my answer is like three days ago, we watched the art of racing in the rain. No, what is the? Okay, go ahead. That's the movie. That's my answer to your question. So, Why? what do you think of me? Because it's about a dog, which like the dog <laughs> dies in the end, which was so, so- emotional, oh my God. like it was so sad this guy has this dog through all of his trials and tribulations of his life his wife dying his daughter being born like all this
1: stuff so for me you're empathetic you care about people's lives you care about their family you care about how their family interacts with the world if you were to give me some can answer like forrest gump you were trying to search for whatever answer you thought i wanted to hear the popular oh, oh,
2: answer you'd hire me all day
1: long i would say was it wasn't a movie it was a show as the last of us when they both got bit i probably would yeah but it's yeah. it's how they take that answer in that yeah. tells me everything that i need to know or out because of i banks want when, someone that cares about their dad own dad up <laughs> my god i, I must, just watched
0: yeah. the movie the hustle with adam sandler <laughs> Is that
1: what made you emotional
0: and it made me so emotional because I love sports movies. Like, I love to see the underdog succeed. And that is what happened. And it is amazing. I was, like, sobbing at the end of it, like a fucking baby. Like, I wouldn't have said fucking baby, but I would have
1: said, like, a baby.
0: Okay, I was sobbing. We'd all go to the final round with Jack. In that love, answer, <laughs> yes, we're
1: good. But in that answer... It also shows you put some thought into that response and you are really thinking about it. Again, it's more about how the person reacts to it than their actual yeah. answer. Yeah.
0: Like so if I was like, oh, I, the last time I cried was still Magnolias*, you know, because Shelby dies. <laughs>
1: That's that, a tearjerker. That, that tells me of, I, I, love I that need movie. to know.
2: Lion King, right. when Mufasa dies, done. Karen, you know I what? have this God. thing.
1: I've never Sad been wrong. Dog movies.
2: Sad dog movies will always make me cry. Like, I can't even 100. watch
1: them. I, I exactly. really you want, want to that. watch them. Basically
2: the saddest yeah. movies. I, I'll it. tell
0: you right now, I will never watch
1: a dog dying movie, ever. If it's I dog guys, I'm out, I'm out. I can't physically watch them. I will cry during the whole thing, and because I'm gonna know the dog's gonna die, I'll have a headache. It's gonna make me sick. Like I, I can't, I can't watch yeah. a
2: dog. Like a dog I movie. get like I like hyperventilate. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, don't watch the art of racing in the rain. I will Thank shit. you for telling me because I probably would have because I really like that actor that's in it. The guy. I like the guy. Oh, yeah, the guy. I don't know his he's actual name, this but is he's us? the guy from. This is us. Yeah. He's also Jesse from Gilmore Girls. It's which like, told Vito, me. Vito.
1: Oh. like Vito. Oh, my I love not, him. Time to get into whatever this is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I here. love him. So, everyone, <laughs> have the best weekend available to you. We don't need to the go best. into another dissertation about a show. Okay. Have the weekend we you make deserve. Jeez, Joel. <laughs> well, is that what we say? No, no the have best, best weekend we available. available to you. Oh. I one of my you favorite that? tiktokers says has the ha, have have the day that you deserve yep. she's the yep. local see, lesbian jackie, she's fantastic that
0: i i quoted you in my blog post no i don't know what oh yeah i quoted you i said have the have the best weekend available to you like i said as jackie d
1: always says
0: <laughs> have the best weekend available to you
1: uh, well i don't want to make assumptions you know
0: no, really everyone has heavy. a good weekend
1: available to them. Some people right. have sick parents. Some people have sick have a kids. Shitty right. weekend ahead of them. Have the weekend let's you deserve. Make the
0: best of that shitty weekend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Pisces have one approach, and you know everybody, everybody else have has a, a different, different approach. approach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, have the weekend you deserve. With it, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all
0: right,
1: guys. Thanks uh, for hanging in there with us for a prolonged episode. Bye. 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 Bye.
0: Fierce Fem Media.